hello, hello, <coughs> and welcome again to another of my podcast episodes. As you can tell, my voice is just, oh my God, in need of miraculous deliverance and healing. I like to thank and praise God in spite of the way my body is feeling, the way my throat is achy, the way I'm feeling from the crown of my head to the sole of my feet. You are now tuned in to WDGS 333 on your podcast station. You know, for a minute I sat here and I said, Lord, 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 although you compel my spirit to do a podcast, I don't feel like it. My throat don't feel like it. My body don't feel like it. Oh, help me today, y'all. Let me just share with you what God said to me. He kept pushing and compelling a message that employs people to change. Sometimes, even in the midst of the magnetic need for change, we may not feel like it. Sometimes, in the midst of the magnetic need for change, we can allow how we feel in the present to affect what we need to do in the present. Oh, I hope somebody got that. You know, this morning, you may not feel like praying. This morning, you may not feel like reading a scripture. This morning, you may not feel like meditating on the Lord. This 2020 year. Oh, thank you, Father God, in the name of Jesus. I feel the Lord moving by his power and by his spirit, even in my voice. But I want to encourage somebody. Let me just say this to you for 2020. 2020 is the year of view and vision. I want to employ with you. I want to encourage you more than ever before to keep your eyes open on the view. Keep your eyes on what you can see right now before you and keep your eyes on the vision of the plan that God has ahead of you. Let me share this with you this morning because my spirit is feeling so compelled to release this information. There are some of you, you looking right at your situation right now. You're looking at your situation where you know you don't have a job. You're looking at your situation where you know you cannot pay your bills. You're looking at your situation where you know you're not doing what you're supposed to do. You're looking at your situation where your children are out of control. You're looking at your situation right now. These are the things that's in your view. You don't have yourself on schedule. You don't have your children on schedule. And God knows right now in your view that he is not even on the regular scale in your life. We have can look back at all the years before 2020. And all the things that the enemy has distracted you from doing. All the things that the enemy has distracted you from doing to hinder you from the vision that God has before you. Let me share this with y'all today. God is tired 
according to his word. Let me give you a scripture. The Bible says that God will not strive with man always. Let me just tell you this spirit that's moving in rampant in this land. People have truly became lovers of themselves. Only thing they want is what they want. And when they get what they want, they don't have no compassion. They don't have no appreciation. And they don't have no responsibility of diligently. And I'm telling you, in this year, the people who don't grab a hold of the view and the vision. Listen, the devil can't keep tricking people when you can see what he doing. Oh, I hope somebody got that. The devil can't keep tricking you when he lets you see what he doing. Listen, daughters, sons of Zion, brothers, sisters of Zion, mothers, dads of Zion, siblings of Zion, God in 2020 we're just coming into the first month and all God is seeking is some people who want to call on him other than when you need something and when you want something let me tell you something there are people in this world and they have adopted that kind of spirit you got people who will not even hear from you Unless they want something and they need something. And God is saying, he's sick of that kind of spirit. Because his words say, well let me tell you what his words say. He will not strive with man always. He said because people chose to follow after their vile affections. And that's always just wanting what you want. Wanting what you want. Wanting what you want. Wanting what you want. He said, but he he turned them over to a reprobated mind. Listen, people, let me just say this this morning. I'm compelled, I'm compelled. Death is real. I don't know why people keep running around here in this world and thinking that somebody owed them, somebody got to do for them, somebody has to do for them. Let me tell y'all something. I raised five children, and I never, ever, ever needed to use nobody's name. I never needed to use nobody's name to pay a bill, to take care of my business, to apply for credit. I don't know what no co-signer is. Because I had to be responsible enough that everything I needed in order to make it to survive, to carry my own weight. And I'm here to tell y'all today, that's one of the greatest problems in society. People don't want to carry their own weight. Everything that they go through from their emotions on their sleeve and their feelings, all the way down to the bills they create and they need to pay. They all looking for somebody. It's a spirit that's moving in this land. And God is not pleased with it. Everybody looking to pass the book. Everybody looking to blame somebody. Everybody needing gratification from somebody. Everybody needing something other than, oh my God, obeying God. Obeying God. You know, you don't know how my, my throat feel. I've been doctoring on this. I've been doctoring on whatever this is. I felt it coming down in my spirit. Frightened. But it really took control over me. 
Saturday and Sunday. And I've been sitting here and I've been doctoring on myself and I've been doctoring on myself. And I had somebody to call me yesterday and they said unto me, they said, I just called back to check on you. Has anybody called to check on you? Has anybody came to see if you need anything? And I said this to them. I said, no, because I didn't tell nobody how I was feeling. I didn't tell nobody how I was feeling but them. And then one other person. And they said, well, I just thought maybe they just called you. And I said, no. I'm going to tell you something. We living on a time. Even when you raise people, they don't have the connection like they used to back at the old school days. I'm telling you, we are living in a dispensation of time when I tell you people have became lovers of themselves. It don't matter what you did. It don't matter how much you put out. It don't matter how much you gave out. It don't matter how much you carry. You walk. You talk. You, you, you. I'm telling you, people. It's a spirit in this land of a don't care. And people don't got to where they don't care. They don't care if you done did for them for 30, 40 years. If they get one thing to make them mad, all of a sudden they don't care. You got people can't keep a job because the least little thing said to them, they throw their hands in the air and don't care. You got people been in relationship for years and years and years and have had committed partners. They've had dedicated and faithful wives or wives have had dedicated and faithful husbands. And the one least little thing happened, they'll throw their hands in the air like they don't care. But I'm telling y'all, if we're moving in a season in 2020, God is exposing things for each individual. Is no person can make no excuse to say that they don't see what's going on in their lives. What people don't want to see what's going on in their lives. What people want is what they want. And when people want what they want, even if it ain't good for them, that's all they stuck on, wanting what they want. And when they don't get what they want, they, this a mindset, even from little, 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 little bitty children. I see this. When they don't get what they want, they want to fall out and have their way. I've seen little children get attitudes with grown people and they'll stay stuck, won't speak to you. And they mama near won't make them speak either. If you can say, well, tell somebody, hey, on the phone, if they don't feel like it. They mama them ain't going to pull right. It won't hurt no children to say, open your mouth and respectfully speak to somebody. And I've sat and watched these things carry on in the atmosphere. I talked to a lady the other day. A two-year-old could speak real good. They asked her to say hi. She didn't want to say hi. They said, well, she don't want to say nothing right now. People done start letting so many spirits have their way. But I am here to declare and decree today. God don't operate like that. God does not operate with letting people have their way. God carries, holds us accountable to be responsible not just in worshiping him 
But even in our taking care of our business, the Bible says, don't be slowful in business. See, I'm going to tell you what a lot of the problem that's going on in the world today. People don't want the word of God. They just want the wonders of God. They don't want the word of God. They just want the wonders of God. They don't want the word of God. They don't want it. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to live it. But they want all the wonders, the wonders if God can bless me with a car, if God can bless me with money to pay my bills, if God can bless my child that's sick to be healed, if God can open these miracle doors for me to get a job, if God can do this for me. And this is the amazing part about me that I I, I see with people. Most of the people that find themselves in them positions, (coughs) my God. That's seeking these miracles from God. Uh, they don't want to call nobody till they want something and they need something. I'm telling you, in 2020, God has encouraged me to encourage the people. This is a year of abundance and overflow, but it comes with a condition. We need to keep our eyes on the view and the vision. So many people, we're just coming to the end of January. And all these resolutions and and, 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 and proclamations that was made, people already done gone, go on going back to the same thing they were doing last year and the year before that and the year before that. People don't pray anymore to ask God for strength to remain diligent. People ask me sometimes, how did I do it? That's because I never let go of God's unchanging hand. It didn't matter what my situation was. It didn't matter who I was dating. It didn't matter whether they prayed. I prayed. It didn't matter whether or not they read their Bible. I read mine. And that's what we moving into 2020. You're going to have to see from your own eyes. You're going to have to determine from your own eyesight how well you can see. We have gotten so well, we rely so much, I'm back to this again, on other people. Nobody's responsible for your soul's salvation but you. The Bible says to work out your own soul salvation. Not your mama work it out. Not your dad work it out. Not your husband work it out. Not your boyfriend work it out. Not your girlfriend work it out. Not Facebook, not Instagram, and not Twitter. The Bible says to work out your own soul and salvation. And people done got to a place that they can't even see. They can't see. 2020 represents a perfect view. Your eyesight can see. But see, it's so many people, they want to put on these dark sunglasses and bump into stuff. But I'm going to tell you something. If we don't grab a hold this year, if we don't open our eyes this year to really see what the spirit of the Lord is doing, what the spirit of the Lord is saying, I'm telling you, people, it's time to pray like never before for God to strengthen you, for God to make you responsible, for God to keep you diligent. And when God gives you that strength, don't ignore it. When God tells you to go to the left, don't keep standing still or going to the right. When God tells you, take this $10 and put it back and don't touch it, that's what you need to do. 
people done got the well, no matter how many instructions they hear. And I'm telling you, this spirit, this spirit is heavy in the land. And it's all the way from the children from, from one, two, three, four, five on up. That they are not diligent. They're not responsible. They're not even being allowed to be held accountable. These kids don't even have to pick up behind themselves, they toys, clean their room. They ain't being taught even responsible chores. That they are responsible to do this each day and every day. I've never seen so many children live like they take care of themselves and they got jobs to support themselves. I've never seen so many parents that are so irresponsible that they ain't teaching their own children responsibility. Because I'm going to tell you what that means. You don't love them. I'm, I'm giving you this from the Bible. I'm not, this not, this not, I, I, I'm not Alfredo talking. Because Alfredo didn't feel like talking. The Bible said, if you love God, you will keep his commandment. What does that mean? That means anytime you love somebody, you're going to show them and teach them responsibility, how to keep things, how to keep responsibility, how to keep things in order. When the commandments are structure. See, I'm going to tie this thing up with the word of God. Every commandment, if you read the Ten Commandments, these are requests for us to do some things that's going to make life better for us. Oh, I hope somebody getting this. The purpose of the Ten Commandments is for God to let you understand. If you walk in these commandments, I will show you miracle works. See, we want to not do the work, but we want the miracle wonders. But everything comes with a price of a responsibility. And when people raise kids to not be responsible, to follow a structure of responsibility, these kids, now they're the only thing they're responsible for is to leave their parents alone while they do whatever they choose to do. And that's sad. That is very sad. How many parents are really spending quality time with their children? I'm not talking about taking them out to eat. How much time are you teaching them to be responsible? How much time are you telling them this is a routine that you need to do every day? You got kids don't even want to go to school because they don't want to deal with the responsibleness of a routine. But they're not being taught this, people. They're not seeing this. They don't have this for an example. And I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. And this is something that God always, always kept in my mind. Anything can happen. God forbid, just like Kobe Bryant yesterday. (coughs) Excuse me. Life and death can happen suddenly. See, all my children grown now. But there are people that are leaving their children behind. And I'm going to tell you something. If you have not raised them in a way, somebody will be willing to take them and carry them in the right way. Those children's lives is going to be in a straight place. 
I don't understand why people don't believe that loving your child is teaching your child how to be responsible. Loving your child is teaching your child by example the things not to do. How can you say you love your child, but you encourage them or show them or teach them to break laws that will incarcerate them? Have you ever been to jail? Why would you do anything? I had this conversation briefly with a young lady yesterday. Why would anybody do something to encourage a child to break a law? That's just like saying, well, I'm going to teach you or show you by example to do something that can put you in jail. And then you want to tell your child you love them, but you allow them. To break laws. Oh my God. And if you don't allow them. You might as well tell them to do it. If they see you do it. All I'm saying people. 2020 is a year that we are going to have to give accountability. We as a people. People got pestilence. We are living in a time that the Bible is being fulfilled like never before. And the only problem that I see with people is this. They don't want to be committed to be responsible. It's just that simple. People don't want to pay their bills on time because they're not responsible. People don't want to put their money that they earn where it needs to go because they're not responsible. People don't want to sit down and teach their kids how to be on schedule because they're not responsible. Ain't nothing about doing none of this stuff that I'm naming is hard. Ain't nothing about doing none of this stuff that's going to make your life hard. Actually, it will make your life easier if your child was on a schedule. It will make your life easier if your child had designated chores and you knew that this child had learned to do them the days they supposed to do. It will make your life easier if you had a budget and a schedule to put your own business together and keep it together. It will make your life better if you work and earn money to support yourself and not sit around and hope somebody give you $5 here or $10 there. It will make your life better. If whatever you doing in your life, you don't have to worry about looking over your back for the popo. Because if the popo show up and you become incarcerated, if you think, if you think that going to jail Oh, God, help me today. If you can't handle life in the free world, if you think that every little thing bring you pressure, if you think you don't want to move what somebody do, what somebody asks you to do, without getting in your feelings, even though you making a paycheck, let me tell you something. When people too long roam and wonder, and they're going to get sick and tired of somebody having to carry them. Because let me tell you some people. God, I'm going to say it again. He do not strive with man always. God, you ain't going to always think you can keep calling on God. Only, only when you think you pimping God. See, you might can call your mama or your daddy or your sister or your brother. And they may be there every time you ask but God said he don't do that all the time because God trying to teach people 
that you don't have no love, care, or compassion. And, and, and see, we made in the image of God. I got to say this, and I hope somebody get this. Let me just say this to you. And I want you to really sit there and think about this. If you knew, if you knew your mama, your daddy, your sister, your brother, your auntie, your uncle, they never come to you. And I mean absolutely never. They don't call and speak to you. They don't tell you happy birthday. They don't never, ever, I'm talking about never, they don't pray for you. They don't do, these these are some people you know. Just think about some people you know. That you never, ever, ever, that don't come to you at all until they get in a bind and they need or want something from you. Sooner or later, sooner or later, and I'm telling you, in your own flesh, you're going to start looking at that. And you're going to start saying something. I'll never hear from them until they get in a bind. I'll never hear from them until they need something. Oh, they can go for weeks and months. I don't hear from them. But as soon as they need 5 or $10, I hear from them. But let me tell you something about that. That's the same way a lot of people treat God. That's the same way folk treat God. They don't call on God till they get on a bind, until they need something. So that goes back to my podcast some last year, months and months ago. Who are we to judge? We got the nerve to judge other people for doing the very thing that we do to the God that gives us breath and life. And we don't go to him until we need something, until we got on a bind. And if you think that you don't like that feeling when other people do it to you, guess what? God don't either. God don't either. God don't either. And God has been doing for us from the day that we was formed in our mother's womb. He let us come forth. He let us live. He carried us down through the years. Look how much God has done for us. He covered and shielded and protected us when we was on the dangerous highways and byways. He kept us free from AIDS, syphilis, and gonorrhea when we had unprotected sex. He blessed us to make ways out of no way when we didn't see no way. We knew we didn't have no money and we knew we hadn't been treating people right. But yet God's favor fell upon our lives and these people opened doors and helped us. Or these people gave us ride to work. Or these people helped us with a bill to get paid. But as soon as somebody don't do something we don't want and we don't like, we want to dismiss them. Because they didn't make us feel like we want to feel. Well, just think about God. Just think about how y'all make God feel. When you don't want to pray, when you don't want to read your Bible, when some people don't even want to acknowledge him. But I can promise you this. He real. Go in a jailhouse and ever be able to walk out alive. That's the realness of God. Because a lot of people go in there for one day, a lady even, and she didn't come out alive. When you've ever found yourself in a dangerous situation in a club, the same club, somebody else lost their life, but you was able to have life. Entangle yourself around anybody now just walking to the store. We don't know what we'll come in contact with. 
And people got the nerve to say, well, I don't know for sure if God real. Stop lying. Stop telling lies. Because there's everybody God proved himself to. Everybody. God will say, God said every knee shall bow. What does that mean? Everybody have been in a situation. I don't care if they was on an airplane, a bus, a train, a car, a, a ship. That your life could no longer be in existence had it not been for God. Everybody been in a situation where they have had, I don't care if it was but one time in your whole life, but you asked God to move for you and he did. And so therefore the validity of the spirit of the Lord, but people want to get the devil in their ear and they want to say, well, how do you know this? And how do you know that? And I'm going to tell you, most of the people that's like that, they so damaged, they so damaged and broke down and broken that they don't know what to believe because life in itself they was never taught they was never taught so they don't even know and then sometimes people be connected to people like this and instead of letting faith encourage them they say well listen here I've been in this situation but I know it was it wasn't my mama that brought me out it wasn't my daddy that brought me out it wasn't it wasn't the people around me that kept me alive because I laid there and I was free I was free choice for anybody that slit my throat in the middle of the night but it was God it was God it was God that time when we all went to the club and the person under the stern wheel was so drunk that if we would have flipped over and had a wreck and died. It was God that time, oh my God, that when my baby was sick and under the doctor's care, I could have. they could have told me, I'm sorry your baby didn't make it. It was God. See, people, let me tell you something. I don't care how much you want to sit around. You don't want to, you ain't got to acknowledge God, baby. Let me tell you something. If you don't feel like you want to pray, you ain't got to. If you don't feel like you want to study about God and get to know him, because John says, the book of John, chapter one, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. So if God and his word is the same, the only way you're going to have a relationship with God is through his word. If you don't want to read his word, if you want to forsake the fellowship among people, let me tell you something. You grown enough, you can do all that. You grown enough, you can do all of that. But you will never experience the real visions for your life that God has for you. Because the devil will always get you off track. Because you don't have no God substance that make you responsible to keep you strong, to keep you focused. So you, your visions, your visions will always be just that. Something you desire. But the view that's in front of you, you won't be able to see as they say the forest for the trees. You will constantly be off track. And then if God grace you, by the grace of God mercy, you live to be grown. People don't have no social security to rely on. That's why you got some of these older people trying to sell their prescription medicine. Because they don't have enough social security to draw from. 
You got people out here who children, they done did everything in the world for. And when they get grown, they can't even find their children. They somewhere missing. They somewhere caught up in human trafficking. Because the parents didn't give them nothing else to do more than to be on them cell phones. And so some, some, some wolf in a golden cane done lured them out the house in the middle of the night. I'm telling y'all, people better get y'all children under some covering. I'm telling you, you better get your children under some covering. You better get them under some structure. You better get them under some anointing. Because if you think that the little little person out there or the big person out there can't lure your children through these, these internets and through these telephones, when you sleep at night, your children ain't on no structure. You, you sleep and they woke. And then when they angry with you, because you don't let them feel like they feelings or they feelings are important. I ain't never seen so many children at the parent at you mad with me. You got, and see, people don't start letting their children feel like their feelings are more important than the structure they're teaching them. And so when they call themselves mad with you in the middle of the night, and whoever they dealing with on them social media websites. Tell them well, I'm, I'm, they done put their location and they done told them they outside. Just come and go with me. And they do just that. I'm going to tell you something. Right now, right now, today, it's such a dangerous zone with these kids and these cell phones in their hand and these locations where people can come right to your house and pick them up. And people don't teach them no structure. That they got the right to, to be angry. They got the right to be disrespectful. They got the right to honor their feelings. Now, you got the right, according to the Bible, to honor your parents, not your feelings. And when these children, you get up in the next morning to go to their room and they not there. Then what? Then people want to get out of search party. Then people want to call on God. And say, God, please let my child come home safely. Or they going to keep living like they've been living. I ain't going to pray. I ain't going to ask God to bring my child back safely. I ain't been praying. I ain't going to pray now. I ain't been reading my Bible. I'm not going to read now. What you going to rely on? What you going to rely on if you wake up and your child gone in the middle of the night? You don't even know how long they've been gone and where to start looking. You don't have no parameters in place. And a lot of people, their children so exposed to stuff. They may not even be in their right mind. Parents don't got the way they leave all kind of stuff around. All kind of paraphernalia that can alter these children's attitudes from pills to weed to alcohol. <coughs> and because they are so exposed, when you go to sleep and they know where it's left, right there, right there, right there, right there. And they get some, and they go back to their room, and they get on that social media. You don't know what may happen. But let me share this with y'all parents out here. When, if something like that happens, it's going to still fall back on the parent. The police going to look at the parent. The law going to look at the parents. I don't care how much you think that the law got your hands tied to be strict. But let me tell you something, being raising your children responsibly to be good citizens, to not expose them to crime and destruction 
and lewdness and nastiness and filthiness. Uh, 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 I mean, really, people? I, I, I see so many parents on social media with so much lewd behavior. And listen, let me say this one more time. You grown enough to do whatever you choose to do. But just remember, God is real and his word is true. When the Bible said, be not deceived, God is not mocked. You think you're going to sit around and laugh at God because you think it's cute? For those who want to believe, you think that's funny? God said, whatsoever you sow, that's what you're going to reap. Now, y'all may want to call it karma. Well, maybe you can get it together better than Everything you put out is going to come back. When you put it out there, and you put it before people, and you put it before your children, there's a repercussion. One thing I'm going to say, and I'm going to bring my podcast to a close because my throat, I don't know, God just kept pressing up on me really, really to just say, I, I was just laying back thinking, I'm going to tell you how this podcast come back. I commune with God a lot throughout the day, all day. And I was just thinking about this world and how things are just have changed and how people are so irresponsible that they can't take care of their own business. And I was just thinking about my own name and how God, I'm telling you, if somebody did it, it can be done. I never had to use nobody's name for nothing. And I raised five children. And I had two husbands. But nobody can't tell you. I never needed nobody to put no light bill in my name. I never needed nobody to put no cable bill in my name. I didn't do, I, and that's because when God blessed me with money, I took care of my business. But I'm going to tell you something else. I wasn't a trickery person. See, I don't got time to try to be trickery, deceptive, and no lying person. See, all that stuff will come back and hunt you. Deception, that's what it's called. We can't never get over on people, people. When God knows that somebody is just and right and responsible, before he lets you use them, he will turn the tables in your life. The Bible says another scripture, touch not my anointed. And do my prophet no harm, people. I'm telling you, this is not a time to be playing with people who you know are walking in the view and the vision. You can say what you want, even the things that come out people's mouth. You don't have to say them in front of people. You can say them behind their back. But just know that everything that you say, I'm telling you what the Bible says. Google it if you don't believe me. The Bible said we will give an account for every word. Every word that's filthy, foul, judgmental, criticized. When you talk about people and you think somebody, they laugh at them and mock them. And these people may be praying for you and standing in the gap for you. Like my cousin used to do for me. Nobody couldn't say nothing in no joking way to try to make no mockery. Because I know if I couldn't call on nobody else, I could call on that person to pray for me. 
and her prayers were effectual and fervent. And God let things change in my life when that person would pray for me. So couldn't nobody make no laughter and joking and say nothing demeaning and downgrading about her, not in my presence. Because I didn't believe that people should touch her anointing that rested upon her life. And see, that's what I'm telling you, people. View a vision for 2020. Listen. Listen to me good. If you're looking for God to move on your vision, if God gave you a vision in 2019, people need to get responsible to move in their vision. If God showed you some things, because view, the only thing the word view means is what you can see. If God showed you something about somebody in 2019, see, and you don't want to believe what you see. God has showed you what it is, and you can see what you see. Now, if you got 2020 vision, why would you be taking eye drops like you blind? Stop letting stuff drop in your eyes like you need it in there when you got 2020 vision. If you see exactly what you're dealing with, if you see exactly what you're dealing with, if you see exactly what you're dealing with, even in yourself, 2020 is the year to straighten it up. I'm telling you, people, if you don't get it straight, you're going to see some things like you ain't never seen before. And the the sad part about people straightening up, it's not that hard to do, people. This is what amazes me. It is not that hard. It's just that people don't got lazy. They don't want to nurture their spirit. They don't want to be diligent in taking care of what they need to and take care of your business first and your pleasure later. People just caught up in their feelings. I've never experienced so many grown-ups that every decision they pretty much make is based upon your feelings. Are you kidding me? Some things need to be based on what's real and the reality of it is what it is. Whether you feel good about it or not, you need to do it. Who you don't know about it? If all of us could work and take our money and all throw it away on pleasure, trust me, what would you think the world be? It got to be some responsible people to have these businesses. Even the restaurants we go eat at. Somebody got to be responsible enough. They had a vision to open that restaurant. They knew they had to employ people. They knew they had to set a schedule for it to be open. They know that when they get their money, they got to put it in the bank for the thing to stay in business. Let me tell you something. The world in itself is established because some, some people had to just be responsible. If the world, the whole world was irresponsible, it wouldn't even be here. So that just only shows what irresponsible people, y'all the ones, can't see right. And instead of sitting around trying to judge somebody and talk about somebody and, and decide who right and who wrong, you get right. You be responsible. That's what you do. Because the world is ran by responsible people. So if your lifestyle right now today, your household is not ran 
in a responsible, structured way, like the places you got to go to work, they got a set time they open. The money that they generate, the way they cut y'all paychecks. They got a set time to open the nail salon, the house salon, the wig store, the weave store. All these people that you go to and take your money, even the liquor store. These people are responsible enough to have these businesses to get y'all money. To get our money. Whatever we choose to spend it. The grocery store. So that only means everywhere you go take your money, you're taking it to somebody in business responsibly. My God. I hope y'all got that. So if you don't have nothing structured and set up in your life, like these places we go to to get jobs, we go to school, we go to the work, we go to the sign our lease, we pay our rent. If your lifestyle don't carry nothing that is consistent to be responsible, that means you irresponsible. And I'm going to tell you something about irresponsibility. That's what my thought process, and that's, I'm going to say this. I was thinking about this young man who mama passed away. And I think this young man is probably maybe, I'm guesstimating, around between 38, 40 years old. And I know he's been very challenged since his mother passed away. But his brother didn't raise him to be responsible. He stayed with his brother his entire life. And that's the sad part. She didn't push him to get out there and try to figure out how to make it before she left here. She didn't push him to be responsible enough to say, you know, people going to fuss at their kids and say, did what you need to do, did what you need to do. But I'm just saying, to structure them, to structure them, and then you die. And see, that was the thing about me. <coughs> I raised my children that if something happened to me, that whoever house they had to go to, they would make that person sick of them because they didn't know how to do anything. And that's what this podcast, I start thinking, my children were little, they know how to make up bed. They know how to wash dishes. They know how to learn to do things that if they had to go live with somebody, because death is so sudden. I know Kobe Bryant didn't wake up yesterday and thought that yesterday was the last day. That's what his podcast was stealing from. That we don't never know the day or the hour. And we're not helping our children. And we're not really showing them real love when we don't allow them to learn how to be responsible and something happen to us. And the people who may take them, they ain't going to take them with them attitudes and raise them. They ain't going to take them and let them do what you able to let them do now. Soon as you die, uh, if you dead and gone, whoever they have to go stay with, let me tell you something about people. If the people are irresponsible and unpredictable now, they're going to be the same way if you leave your child behind for them. And they may not thrive with them because it's not their child. So they might get sick of your child three months or six months after you put in the ground. Then what are they going to leave your child? 
I've heard of many testimonies with children 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. They had to get out on their own. And they had to go through all kind of manners of evil only because they had irresponsible parents and their irresponsibleness they allow in their children. People, we don't know what may happen to us or when we may leave here. But if we don't allow the children that we are responsible to raise, to learn responsibility, it's not gonna make it easy. I thank God he graced me to live to see my children grow. But even some grown kids, like I was saying this young man I was thinking about, my heart goes out to him. Because his mother was there to make sure the light stayed on, the water stayed on, the bills was paid. Food was in the house. He didn't really, really, really know what it feel like to go out and have his own place all by himself. And his mother ain't been dead that long. But I know at the time she probably felt like she just wanted to shield and protect him. But if we have to leave our children and we don't know what day we may leave, you have to raise them in a way. Just like if you something can happen and you're not here to shield and protect them, then what? At least they got some substance and they've been taught right to do right and be right. And hopefully they won't go to prison or they won't get tricked and taken way off from home. Nobody never sees or hear from them again. No loving parent should want that to happen to their child. All I'm saying in this year, don't get sidetracked. Don't lose the view and the vision. It's not that hard, people. I know the enemy try to make people think it's hard to be responsible. It's hard to do that. No, it's not. I did it. And not because it was easy, but because when I would look at my children's faces, I felt I owed them that. And I know anybody that have children under the sound of my voice, they look in their faces. They should ask their question. If I leave here today, what would happen to my child? Who would take my child and do right by them? It's a lot of people taking for a check. But if your child got a jacked up attitude, and as soon as whoever you think will take them, when they don't want to deal with that attitude, if your child don't know how to get somewhere and sit down, if they want to throw temper tantrums and tell you who they mad at, let me tell you something. Them people won't have your child for long. Because if you don't know this about life, people are different when we dead and gone. They might treat your child a certain way because they know you live it and they'll have to answer to you. But when you dead and gone, if you got a child that get on people's nerves, that spoil your rot and, and ruin, you cannot guarantee how nobody gonna treat your child if you leave here today. And I think that's the, the mindset that every person that's raising children should have. If I leave here today, 
have I raised my child in a way that a person will really, really not just take them for the chick, but would they take them and keep them? And then you got some people, they ain't even got no chick for no children to get because they ain't worked enough. They ain't got no benefits. They don't, some of them don't even have a job and they don't have insurance. So if something happened and you, you left him today, what would happen to your child? If the government won't give somebody no check, let me tell you something. People ain't going to keep feeding them and see about them, but for so long. And if they got nasty attitudes and no money to come with them, oh, I can tell you real quick. If you leave him today, your child may end up in the system with a whole lot of people in and out of foster care homes. People take this year and let it stand for what it means. View and vision. Stop getting so tri-track. Stop getting so sidetracked. Start being responsible in your relationship with God and with God and with God. Because if you get responsible in your relationship with God, guess what? He'll, he'll cultivate how to get your build your relationship with people. Amen. Amen. You all have a beautiful, blessed day. I thank you for your patience and enduring with my voice. And, and, and I'm going to keep working on this call. But I just had to be obedient, just like this message is. Some things, when we don't feel like doing them, and it concerns us, we still need to do it anyway. Amen. Amen. May the blessings from the Lord flow, flow, flow down from heaven into your life. Meet all of your needs, even the things your heart desires, as you delight yourself in the Lord. And may you continue to prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prosper. And until the next podcast upload, be responsible. Start being responsible on purpose. People, listen to me. We didn't come in this world to just do nothing and then leave here. Let your 2020 be on view, vision, and purpose. Amen. Amen. Peace out. God bless.